with another episode of 13th and Elm. I'm here with Bill. I'm here with Rob. What's up, everybody? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. We're getting into this movie right away. We're burning daylight. Uh, we're talking about Invasion of Astro Monster 1965 mm. Ishihiro Honda Kaiju film. If you know what that means, good for you. If you don't, big fucking monsters. We're talking Godzilla. We're talking Shoya. Rodan, King Ghidorah, Mothra, Mothra. Mm. Yes. So this is uh, the sixth film in the Godzilla series. It's got Akira Takarada, Nick Adams, Kumi Mizuno, and a couple other notable names. But those are the big three. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead Who, and who's in the Godzilla suit? Oh, who plays like the yeah. man in the suit? Yeah. That is, of course, Haru Nakajima. He's a ham. I love him. <laughs> People like okay. I did not. I I did not know these movies. This is the first Godzilla movie aside from the two thousands Matthew Broderick one that I saw because I was I a kid. I think that's the same. Uh, to yeah, me, to me probably as well. like same. Yeah, same like no era. Shit. And no, yeah. no, sh- no shit. And like I love that movie for nostalgia, but it's like a shitty movie. But this is the first like OG one, and like I didn't realize that he's such a ham. Like he's funny. He's great. Okay, so this Godzilla, um, and by that I mean Haru Nakajima, plays Godzilla in the first, I want to say like 14 Godzilla movies. Out of what, 36? 36. 36, three of them are animated. Um, so, but yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much all of the ones where a man is actually in a suit, he plays Godzilla. Um, impressive. so this is the, like I said, the sixth Godzilla and it will get to it, but it is <laughs> notable for many reasons. One of them being that it's an American co-production and they like shoehorned in an American actor to appeal to broader audiences. Um, a couple other ones has that it's like, a sci-fi film and it's also the first time where Godzilla is portrayed 100% as a protagonist like a good character um, instead of just kind of like a reluctant hero and obviously early on is straight up nemesis a villain villain. Um, but another big part of this movie and why it's endeared itself for generations to the fans is how much of a hand like this is out of character for even a okay, lot of the guys. I didn't movies. know. Yeah, they, they call it the happy dance. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, talking no, about? Yeah, no, I saw that shit where he's like bouncing on a trampoline out of frame, and he's like putting his arms up and like making noises. Like it's like uh, it's got to be based off of an anime or something, right? It is. It is absolutely based off of an anime. It's based off the manga. 
uh, Osu Matsukun um, called the Victory Dance, and it was very popular in culture at that time. Yeah. And I'm going to make a note. Make a note. Right here. Bill's note. <laughs> Get ready, people. That was it. That, the, oh. You just made it way too long. Just to put in a picture of where this dance came from because it's crazy looking. I don't know if either of you looked it up, the animation and no. the, the manga that it's from. You like we'll a look gift? at a picture later. Got a gift I'll, of it? Right now, no. Oh. But I'll put it up. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see that you're shit. You're going to see this shit. If you're watching on Spotify, you're not going to see that shit. But Google it. All right. Uh, quick count. I did uh, real quick. Haru Nakajima did uh, 13 versions of okay. Godzilla. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is also the world, the time wherein all of these Toho and Honda Godzilla movies are featuring these elaborate miniature sets, um, and the monsters are all in costume. You got uh, Masaki Sinohara playing Rodan and Shochi Hirose playing King Ghidorah, which is, um, I don't know, this is my, probably my favorite era, the classic era of Godzilla, just because I think it looks really cool and good. And I will, spoiler alert, since you guys haven't been as versed, this is probably my least favorite of these early Godzilla movies. And a lot of that is because some of their budget was cut out from them uh, because of disputes between the American production and uh, Japanese production companies. So a lot of the shots are actually reused. They cut out a decent part of what they had intended to do as far as the fight sequences and stuff. And while yes, typically these Godzilla movies, especially from this era don't reveal the monsters until later. And the fight scenes are usually the last 20 minutes. Like, it's usually about twice as long as this. So very limited, but still this movie was, I don't think I'm underselling it or even overstating it. When I say bat shit crazy, like I think that's spot on the nose. This was an insane <laughs> movie, right? I, well, uh, I was going to say, I didn't know what I was expecting, but I, what I was expecting was just Godzilla just walking over buildings for like, 90 minutes and getting destroyed at the end because I just kind of assumed that that's what they all were. So, yeah, I did not see most of the shit coming. It was absolutely insane in, like, the best way. And, like, you said this is one of your least favorite. Is it because the other ones are, like, even crazier and funnier or because the other ones are, like, better, like, productive? Production and like longer and more lore and like that kind of what shit. What I would say is that the first like six actually are all probably in the top 10 to 15. So like even though I say it's like my least favorite of these, it's like this particular era is really strong. Uh, immediately following this, you get like Ebra of the Deep or Horror of the Deep and then um, like Son of Godzilla and those aren't great. But these first six are really good. So even though I'm like kind of dismissing it a little bit, I still really like it. But are like, any of them fun? Are they funny? This is the funniest. Okay, by sure, by far. But like Mothra versus Godzilla is like really good, and like Godzilla raids again is like a solid sequel. But Gojira is like a great film. Like I highly would recommend it to anybody, and it is the least Godzilla of all the Godzilla movies. It is a, a really good political Is that the one commentary. with the really tall shirtless guy on the cover? 
No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this movie, it was. I think part of the reason why I was struggling with it a little bit was I was like, "Fuck, I think Rob and Bill are gonna really hate this movie." Um, and that's why I sent out a little text to you guys just to get you in the right state of mind going into it. Because <laughs> I was like, you guys don't sit down and like expect fucking Casablanca because we never, I mean, we never do. I, mean, <laughs> right. first, I don't. I mean, first of all, you didn't have to tell me to get stoned to watch a Godzilla movie from the 60s. <laughs> um, you know, that was a given, but I definitely see why. <laughs> it, i mean i i mean i was laughing out loud for uh for probably 40 percent of this movie i mean the it's fun the bad dub over accents and like even and like the i mean there's so much mispronouncing of like the japanese names and stuff which is like obviously they didn't give a shit about They're that not but even, like, like even consistent that with like it. was funny no like sometimes tetsuo is tetsuo and sometimes he's tetsui yeah <laughs> There's also like the camera shakes at some points, like towards the middle of it. It's just moving yeah. back and forth. And of and course, like... it's sci-fi from the '60s, so there's um, seeing the strings that are yeah, holding, holding everything, and, everything and like the yeah. models and stuff, which is so fucking good and so funny. And the way I don't know how linear we're trying to go with this, but my immediate, I mean, I think the first time that I like laughed hard was when. Godzilla and oh fuck Rodan and Rodan were were lifted in, <laughs> yeah, in, in bubbles. those bubbles. <laughs> it was pretty great. Those force fields. Yeah, all, all of the like science in the science fiction, like the the bubbles, the um the pill that cures all diseases that turns out to be like kind of red herring. Just a hard drive. You go four hundred and seventy yeah. light years in twelve hours. Yeah, it's them like just like <laughs> living on Jupiter and like also like behind jupiter in the dark <laughs> just them also like just being like bipedal and having guns and like having marriage and like all this other just like oh man it's just so if it, it, i know it was made in the 60s but it feels like a very 50s sci-fi like the way that they're the uh, uh alien x like planet x people are structured and stuff and it's just it, it is it's a lot of fun i love the miniatures like i love yeah, that, that shit dude even the reused shots so that's why i kind of like this one a little yeah. bit less because like i really as you can call them campy or dated or whatever you want but like so like mothra versus godzilla has so many cool shots of like whole scenes that they created miniatures and like a lot of godzilla destruction which is okay. like so cool to see is like to me I would rather see that than super high polished, super high budget, like modern day CGI, like Marvel studio type of shit. It's just like, I know it sounds crazy, but it's like, it looks more real to me. Like it communicates as more real. And I think about the audience in like 1965, like there, this has to be mind blowing. Like literally there are some things here where I'm thinking like, Oh, they land on like, they land on planet X and then like the elevator comes off that spaceship and they're going down and you can see clearly that they're like GI Joe's on like yeah. a little bit attraction. But, but like also our mind's eye is so much more acute to that type of shit now. And like yeah, you're, just being you're trained to it, just being yeah. fooled in 1965 and seeing this, like honestly, how 
fucking sick would this have been if you were like an 11 year old Japanese boy or American boy, whatever, it doesn't matter. And uh, you get to see this shit for the first time, like on the big screen. Like, you know, there's very few instances of like special effects and miniatures and stuff like that. Like we're talking like Jason and the Argonauts, Ray Harryhausen type of shit, but Star Wars. Not this is fucking seven yeah, years before Star seven Wars. Seven years, yeah. You know what I mean? Sixty-five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's nuts to me. It it is, and like, and you know what? The most impressive shots to me are all the stuff with like water washing things away, and also wind blowing, like with Rodon, like like beating its wings and stuff. Like th- those those mm-hmm. shots are not only fun, but like they're just it like visually impressive and. um like the fact that they were able to do that and how much money they spent. And again, just the guys in suits, like, like they're guys in suits, like the suits look good, but you can tell, Which but you can tell that like, okay. So the King Ghidorah one looks good. Like when they have close-ups of it, like the scales and everything, like it looks, yeah. it looks good. Like you can see the wires on the heads and like, you know, all that shit, but um, they're like well-produced. It's not like you're seeing like zippers and stuff. And we're also no. like seeing this in a restored version. Like, I don't know how obvious those wires would have been in like super low resolution, 1965. Yeah. Also Star Wars came out in 77. So it's 12 years. 12 years. Just, it's yeah, just when, when you said suits, I immediately thought you were talking about what the people. The oh, 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 the, those were, those were also great with like the, um, uh, almost like, uh, what is it? You, where you put dogs in after they get surgery, like the cone of shame, like they've got those like around their heads yeah. and shit. And the eye glasses that yeah. are kind of like the X-ray glasses from X-Men, from what that fucking dude wears, but it looks Cyclops? like it's Cyclops. just empty. Scott Summers. Yeah, or or uh, yeah, but it's Star- empty. Star- yeah, it's which a, was but tripping me out because like, uh, like it took me a while to realize that, but like every time they blink, I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then I got a close up, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, they're like." sunglasses with the lens taken out did you, did you guys okay I, I love gold crystals because that's how gold works uh in that yeah. weird garden they have and the fact that like did like the japanese army wear mickey mouse gloves for like did, was that a thing like why was everyone wearing white gloves what was that about I don't remember the white gloves. This movie is fucking insane dude like there's no, I don't know how much of it you can <laughs> try to rationalize but like it's a lot of fun i did like that he was just like he invented like what was a security alarm that happened to be the frequency that repels i don't aliens i don't think he necessarily knew what it was i think it was just a machine that operated at a certain frequency (laughs) yeah and because I feel like there was even a time that the girl was like what is this going to be used for and he didn't know and then someone finally bought it so let's like recap a little bit of a yeah. uh, uh, plot. So do we? Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. we should. So we should. The story starts off with a couple of astronauts, and they are traveling in space and return home, and they are part of like a space program. And adjacent to that, there is a young inventor and his fiance, future fiance, and uh, this inventor just comes up with a fucking machine that really just beeps it's like an obnoxious tone right it's like a klaxon yeah, yeah it's like yeah. an alarm yeah. right um and he's like shopping it around and trying to sell it to different companies and eventually it's purchased by a toy manufacturer and nobody really knows why a toy company is interested in it but he doesn't care because he's looking to prove his worth 
to as an his, inventor. To, <laughs> to his, his girlfriend's, girlfriend's brother, brother. Yeah. who he's like his seeking permission Glenn. from to get married. Yeah, these, not Glenn. Oh, yeah, Fuji. Fu- Fuji. 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 Yeah, and um, and it's Fuji and Glenn are the two astronauts. astronauts. Um, and so that's how they're all tied together. At this same time, the space program discovers a new planet that's been hidden in the shadows of Jupiter called Planet X. So they send a, a two-man space crew to okay. Planet X, and it happens very quick. Who, they have on. to go right back. After. Who is answer me this? Who is sending them? What 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 group is this? Asking the wrong questions. Doesn't matter. Who is it? Asking the wrong questions. Maybe it was well, is the it national. The UN? Is it Japan? No, it's the, uh, it's the women's organization <laughs> yeah, of the world or whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah, they well, gave them like it's permission like, to. It's like, like the go. World Council, but it's like they have like a Japanese flag and a UN flag and also an they American flag. Talk American about flag. the Americans and like. It was the UN. It, yeah, sure. The <laughs> Women's Council. That part was funny. That Sorry, woman just comes I, out of nowhere and goes, the Women's National Council gives you permission for this. And, we're, and you're like, what? That was it. That was her role. And she said, then she just steps back. She steps and back. She, I don't think she has yeah, a line like the a, rest of the movie. There's like a global summit to determine if they want to send somebody yeah, to, Planet to Planet X. So then the Glenn and Fuji go to Planet X. They land. And they're like, oh, cool. Let's go plant this flag. And it's like not a tall flagpole and they put it like in a valley <laughs> that fucking cracked me up for some reason it's like he's standing right next to a peak and he puts it like in a, <laughs> in a valley in a ditch I like, I like that they had no idea of the atmosphere before they got out like they just hop out and are walking around and then once they're out they're like oh the gravity is two-thirds of that on earth i'm like you guys didn't figure that out <laughs> you they, they just went out like there could have been What's this, you know, like, like two no years before they faked the moon landing? They didn't even know. Right. You know what That's I mean? true. You don't know. Um, so, fucking, I think it's it's got to be Fuji who's out there, and he's looking around, and he's like, hey, Glenn, something weird's going on, because it's like a thunderstorm is happening, and then oh, he yeah. sees footprints, and then mm. he's like, Glenn, where's Glenn? And Glenn's nowhere to be found, and neither is P1, their spaceship. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden, this cylinder rises out of <laughs> the, the, like, the crust the of, crust Planet, of X, Planet X. And it's like, come here. Come into the cylinder. Walk into the cylinder. It's like an overhead voice. It's like, hello, astronaut Glenn. In English. Yeah. We have your ship and, and your friends. And it's like polite. And yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what? And he's like, well, my friend. He's like, no, they're down here. And then that's where you get the great. We, we must insist. Did you listen to that album that you were asking me about? Um, I definitely King heard some of it because, like, I I listened to a little bit of it and I was like, oh, this is familiar. And then I watched the movie as well and I I caught like snippets of the dialogue. So this is where, like, yeah. So we actually ended up watching for whatever reason, and I learned that it's because it was a co-production, which is why Nick Adams is in there. Which is this mm. is the only Criterion Collection. Uh, version of or the only Criterion Collection Godzilla film that is actually the dubbed version because that was the one that ended up being like globally marketed in mm. English because they wanted to introduce Godzilla to the wider audience, which is also why mm-hmm. he's the protagonist and like a good guy in this movie because they thought that that he was a marketable creature. Turns out they were fucking right, but um, so we did watch this with the dub and we did get that great uh, King Ghidorah 
uh, sample. He's like, follow the light. The light is your the guide. Is and your so guide. He's, he's walking around in this like subterranean <laughs> spaceship, and all these lights are it's coming. It's a bunch of dimmer switches. And it looks like when you're getting the fucking um, the what to do in case of emergency on a flight, and it's like, look at the lights in the center aisle. Like, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so he follows. He follows that, and he stumbles upon like this. I don't know. This group of z- they're. Zillions, like ex aliens, like but like, I feel like uh, they say different things. They're called like zillions, they're called zeons. Yeah, and then there's that's another case of the shitty dubbing. Yeah, but um, basically, we're all all roads lead to the controller, the, which is a great name the controller, <laughs> yeah, of, the Planet controller X, of Planet X, who's the one who's doing Ooh. like the voiceover on like the the intercom like i don't know where the voice it, is coming from it seems to just emanate from everywhere and also like just a frequency he controls everyone through like nano machines or something and hand gestures in the computer programming yeah yeah it's like a weird um <laughs> he controls them with his brain waves it's brain it's, it's, it's magnets right isn't it yeah. magnetic waves yeah I thought that's what they used to fight against the brainwaves. It's how they, no, no, no. It's how they control the monsters, and so they have to use like the A cycle waves to 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 block them or something. Yeah, exactly, guys. Sure. If you're following along, this is like I, I said, get I'll just want to say I was so high watching this movie <laughs> that you fell asleep. That I fell asleep multiple times. <laughs> That like I I actually I got so high in preparation for this movie I forgot to watch this movie. <laughs> that's how high to I was. To be fair, that's how high Michael told us I, to get. That is true. I literally I went out. I got a chocolate bar. I ate half of it, and then I smoked like a half a gram joint, and then I did some dabs, and then I ended up reading a bunch of stuff out of a D and D manual, and then Bill texted me. He was like, "Hey, you want to watch this fucked up movie?" I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta watch that Godzilla movie." So I watched that Godzilla movie and fell asleep, and then I woke up at like midnight. And then watched more of that Godzilla movie, and I didn't really even watch it because, like, what is going on in this film? Well, what we're talking you, about. Let me tell you, they talk to the council of like aliens, and it's brought They're to called, the attention yeah. that, um, well, since you're here, we actually could use Earth's help. What we need is uh, we need somebody Godzilla. to take care of Monster Zero. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like. Everything has numbers here. This is <laughs> yeah, Monster Zero. That was a good one. Everything has numbers here. That was great. <laughs> this there is Monster gr- Zero. There were some great quotes in this movie. And, then, uh, and it's like, you want to see them? And they just throw on like a cam. And <laughs> yeah, they, they throw up like this the CCTV footage of Monster Zero, who is, we know if you've watched any of the previous movies, the last movie was Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, and this yeah. is King Ghidorah. So who, like Rob said earlier, the design was pretty badass. It was cool. Like King Ghidorah oh. or whatever is cool. Three-headed dragon, dragon monster yeah. thing. Two tails, three heads, two feet, two wings, no arms. CR-22. It's got uh, 400 hit points. Dude, he's badass though. King Ghidorah yeah. is like Shoots one lightning of out of his the mouth. coolest monsters in he's like, cool. Godzilla. And you learn that they have to live as a species underground because of him. Because he's it. just fucking well, shit up. But not really. We'll get there. Well, yeah. So this is what they're told. In the previous movie, uh, King Ghidorah comes to Earth and starts running amok, and they. It awakens Godzilla, and Godzilla is not like controlled or summoned by mortals or humans, but 
he realizes the common threat that Ghidorah poses to planet Earth. So he tries to take out Ghidorah. And that's when the the Earthlings team up with Mothra and the people of Fortune Island. And then they bring in Mothra. and then Wait, Rod- Rodan. No, Mothra. And then oh, last Ro- movie. And yeah. Rodan also joins the fray. And it takes all three of these monsters to destroy King Ghidorah. Or so right. we think. King Ghidorah tends to actually, he escapes to Planet X. And when we're re-hearing this story, the Planet X aliens are like, we need Godzilla and Rodan. So they make an agreement that they're going to work together in exchange for the cure to all illness. To everything. Well, before that, I love that uh, Glenn like, calls it. He's like, water's really rare in here. It's, it's pretty dry on this planet. And they're like, nope, we have plenty of water. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that shit was funny. That um, and the science is so loose in this. I think um, I think they say like water's more abundant than gold here, and it's worth like, more. It's yeah. worth more, and he's like, "That's not true." And he's like, he said something. I was like, "Well, I guess that's for you to find out." <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> and I love how they were like, "Oh, by the way, don't even worry about getting them. Like we know exactly where they are. We'll just go get just them. Just shoot lasers into a mountainside." So to <laughs> them that seems like a pretty good deal right they come they know where the monsters are already they take them away themselves and then they get the cure for all diseases yeah i mean if someone was like hey nothing wrong with that you got like two shitty futons i'm gonna come over pick them up put in my truck and i'm also gonna give you free health care and then you're like yeah give me that i would have maybe been like you got testing or can you prove this cure somehow but no, well, not them. No. They're a super advanced alien life form. Oh, it's recorded on a cassette tape? Yeah. What is this? So What? And the what? cassette tape just looked like a fossil. <laughs> a fossil? A fossil? It's like a square with a crater in it. Need you, and it was Rob, like... I'm going to need you to be louder. Like, if you could speak up louder, louder? into the microphone, it would help everybody. This is good, actually, because Kaya said, make sure Rob's mic is turned down this time. <laughs> and I'm like, I try. But anyway, um, yeah, so they go back to Earth, and then shortly after, the fucking Planet X aliens, the Z- Zelians, Zalians. Zalians are on planet Earth, and there's, like, spaceships, like, typical, like, UFO. the day the Earth stood still flying saucers yeah. coming out of the, mm-hmm. the, they glow. the lake, which is... Actually, uh, pretty cool. The lake is um, based on a real pond in Japan, but they didn't film at the location, and it's like a pond. It's like a, a, pond. a stocked fishing pond. I can't remember the name of it, but it is like that body of water does exist in Japan, but it's like the size of a Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they just show up like unannounced after, you know, the global committee of women and Japan, NASA have yeah, yet to the- even really approve the deal. And they're like, wait, who's here? And they're like, Oh, we came here to extract them because you don't have time to wait. Otherwise King Ghidorah will bring wrath upon earth too. And this is when they get the cool extraction like they just the bubbles the bubble extraction yeah. they pull Godzilla out of the lake and Rodan out of like the the mountainside Mountain. and this scene also delivers one of my favorite quotes i think it's Glenn that says hey 
you guys have been on Earth for a long time without our permission. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed that. Um, Meanwhile, we got the woman from the toy company. Her name is Miss Namakawa. She's turns out she's falling in love with Glenn, the astronaut. Yes. And she's also having private meetings with the inventor. Um, and we don't really know what her deal is, but we're getting the idea that she's in on it for different reasons. Um, so Rodan and Godzilla and Glenn and Fuji are taken back to Planet X. They travel 470 light years in 12 hours. <laughs> One tenth the speed of light. Yes, but no in the near future we will get to, to that. The speed of Which light. is also, it's like, but you did it in twelve hours. Yeah, it takes. None of that oh, makes yeah. sense. None of it makes sense. No, but um, yeah. So then they get there and they they've brought the monster. So then they get the cassette and they are then put into like a replica spaceship that is, as you'll find out, even better than your own. Oh, yeah, they rebuilt the spaceship that disappeared. And also the the spacesuits and shit. So they send the astronauts back home. The astronauts take the tape that contains the cure to all illness on the world, (laughs) and they go to play it, and it doesn't... There's no sound. There's nothing. They're wondering if it's like a blank or messed up or something's wrong with the cassette reader. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all Earthlings must surrender <laughs> Earth and okay. obey the laws of Planet X. You, you must are now- capitulate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Com- they love capitulate. Uh, okay. I knew this was coming because I knew I knew all this was coming just watching this movie. And I still cackled like a fucking witch when this shit came on that cassette tape. I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly what And everyone's like, what? I was ready for it too. I was like, this thing is going to be like a notice that they're going to invade Earth, (laughs) right? And then of course it was. And they all like show up immediately like inside people's homes. (laughs) Well, they were already there. Yeah, they've been there a long time without permission. (laughs) Without permission. (laughs) Um, And then this is when you find out that Miss Namakawa is actually... Uh, oh, she's so hot in that fuck. She's yeah, got those hard bangs and dark hair well, and that like mm-hmm. PVC fucking spacesuit. I'm not even joking. I've learned a lot about uh, myself watching this movie. When they're still uh, there, right? When they're still like on Planet X, they end up like going into a um, another room, and there's a bunch of women that look like her. Yes. Yes. And they're they're like a room that they are not supposed to be in. They like wandered off the yeah. beaten path and found like. The it's gold like a, crystal the garden. Room. It's like a weird Salvador Dali room. It has like gold crystals and like uh, like trees without any leaves on them, and also steps and like a, a weird pool and a lot and, of water and a lot of water and like women Fuck, walking in like carrying boxes and things. Like, I do, what is that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't know. But yeah. So basically then it's like, oh shit, why do these people who are aliens want my, why do they want this klaxon that I've invented? And Glenn's falling in love with this woman, uh, Miss Namakawa, and now Godzilla and Rodan are under the control of the Zelians and you find out, and you find out that the Zelians didn't need them to combat King Ghidorah, that they actually control King Ghidorah, and now they also control Rodan and Godzilla, and they're, they're going to invade up. the Earth with all three of these kaiju, and they're going to fucking start with Tokyo, of course. They are. And then they give them one hour 
and then they give them 24 more hours. (laughs) 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 Which I love. Which I love. Which gives them time to, like, come up with, like, you know, a way around it. uh, Involving magnetic waves and also the klaxon that some guy invented for no reason. (laughs) With no purpose. Yeah, and that's the plot, really. And then you get the fucking... The big showdown, right? Yeah, which is you great. Yeah. Rodan and Godzilla are actually broken free of the magnetic like mind control, and they start battling King Ghidorah. Yep. You get Happy Dance Godzilla. You get flying. God, this fight was great. Bo- boulders are being yes. thrown. Oh, so Godzilla! If you guys don't know this, funny. early Godzilla loves to kick boulders. That's like yeah. one of his power moves. He okay. kicks. Boulders. He's also a big fan of grabbing tails and, yeah, and, and pulling them, them while yeah. fucking like Rodan <laughs> sweeps in. Dude, fire breath. I love it. Give me that. Give me the fire breath. It's Give a- me the lightning breath of King Ghidorah. Oh, give dude. me that shit. Give the- me that footwork, man. My man oh, was dude, the, the Ali shuffle. Like that's clear. That's like a Muhammad Ali yeah. Yeah. Like he that in 1965. He yeah, he's like moving. He's in the a ring. fucking ham. He's awesome, dude. I've I. Really thought you both were going to come in here spitting mad shade, and we haven't gotten to the ratings <laughs> yet. I'm sure it doesn't score high, but as far as like, I told you we were going to have fun this week, and it does sound like both of you guys at least had fun. And, um, you know, this movie was batshit crazy, but we got a lot of fun plot holes and like silly future science and computer shit, which mm-hmm. I know you love. Yeah, oh, yeah, all that stuff is fun. And then a fucking pretty cool puppet master man in a suit showdown stomping on miniatures. Like, how Which funny I, are those miniatures? The oh, miniatures great. are great. I mean, I knew that was going to be one of my favorite parts, and it was. But I will say I did want more just huge monster fighting. Like, I did just want them to fight more. There was a lot of monster fighting. I feel like there could have been more. Yeah, yeah there could have. There definitely could have. There, there was Because they there mostly was a lot fight that one scene, and then... They're back no, to no, Earth, no, destroying. No. There's like and a then scene, they fight more. Yeah, but there's like one early on, and then there's like most of the last thirty minutes are fight scenes. I feel like the early on one was like the one though, no, with like yeah. the boulder throwing. Yeah, and that's true. And Godzilla the, and like the jumping dance. off a of boulder, like body slamming and doing that dance. That's yeah. based off of that old manga. That's funny. But you also get like a lot of I don't know, like miniature tanks firing and like all yeah, that. all that stuff is fun. But and you see some of them uh, floating. Some yeah, of the convoys yeah. are like their wheels aren't even on the ground. <laughs> if you're ever I, like, I did like all the like <laughs> fake uh, like magnetic wave tank things moving around and shit. I like I love shit. that shit. Yeah. Or like when the radioactive breath is like melting radio towers and yeah. like satellite dishes. <laughs> oh, and that shit. that like melting like like under a heat gun. Yeah, yes. that was amazing. Yeah. If you guys ever just feel like doing something like this again get super stoned i would say watch either mothra versus godzilla or king Ghidorah, the three-headed monster those both have considerably more miniature destruction and like kaiju battles and they're like tighter scripts even if they're not as like (laughs) even if they're not as wildly entertaining like they're fucking cool. It's a great like background cleaning the fucking house yeah. movie if you just want to see oh, kaiju monster battles. This movie makes me want to eat like pizza rolls and mushrooms, mushrooms <laughs> and fucking sours. cracker jacks and sours. <laughs> what's uh? What's what's the what's the candy that becomes a gum? What is that? 
A candy that what? Becomes a gum. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking of like... Like the shake it, like Band-Aid gum type no, shit? No, 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 They're it like It's becomes, like a hard candy that you like suck on and then chew yeah. and then it becomes a gum. It doesn't matter. It, that's, it's not important. <laughs> I feel like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you guys buy me some time on yeah. Google it. <laughs> um, Razzles? <laughs> I think you meant buy us some time by talking about the movie. Now, oh. <laughs> while he Googles the candy. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, dude, they are fucking razzles, and that's not at all what I think of. I didn't even think that was a candy when you said totally it. Totally a candy. Razzles are a candy Wait, that once chewed, like? mixed it to transform into chewing gum, originally introduced in 1966. <laughs> oh, a year after this movie. Deep cuts. Uh, get oh, some those razzles. Are candy gums? Smoke a joint, watch this movie. It's fun. Yeah, it I was is see, a This lot is what of I was thinking of like the ouch. Remember ouch gum and shit no. like that? Do you remember uh, bubble hurt. yum with a duck on it? What? Bubble yum with a duck? Yeah. I don't know if it had a duck, but you never you never had these... Oh, yeah, with the band-aid. Like, oh, yeah. Band-aids that are flavored what about like fruit the, that turn into... <laughs> what, what's the one with the zebra? I was more zebra. Yeah, I was supposed to say I was more of a zebra, but... Fruit stripes. Fruit stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Flavor lasts for all of uh, 90 seconds. Do you guys like uh, fucking high chews? Dude. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, they changed the sour ones and they suck now. I'm pissed. <laughs> the grapefruit ones used to be good. Now they're fucking garbage. Damn. Damn. If you're listening, fuck you, Haiju. Haiju. <laughs> Bring Hi-Ju. back the OG Go recipe. Good OG. Yeah, but like Japanese are really good at a lot of things and I would say their candy is right at the top of the list. And I- kaiju movies. Yeah, so we, we did a... Uh, and chicken sandwiches. Like a chicken sando? Give me like a Tokyo chicken sando. Katsuo. We did those baksu boxes for a couple months, which is literally Japanese snacks from Japan every month. It's like oh, a yeah. subscription. And that's what it was, was this ba- pretty much banging ass like Japanese candy and snacks. Yo, we need to go to H-Mart in Denver. Dude, I'm down. Stock up. Um, Whoa, location reveal. We're going to have fans fucking trying to find us and shit. We're going to drive 14 hours to Denver. There we go. You like Pocky? Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? Almond Brittle. Pocky Pussy? Yep. Beep. Well, I'm not allowed to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll shut up, Rob. Rob, you don't know what the fuck you Rob, you're out of your element. (laughs) (laughs) This is Vietnam. There are rules. Uh, What movie was this? It had no candy in it, I don't think. Godzilla. What do you mean there's no candy in it? Kumi Mizuno? Mm. She was a snack. She was a snack. She was. Nick Adams? Eh. Eh. He was fun. He was ridiculous that he was included in this. Because you could tell, like, he was just waiting for people to stop making noise so he could deliver his lines because, like, his inflections and tonality was not on par with, like, anything that was supposed to be happening. And Japanese is such a, like, um, expressive language yeah. that like I feel like he started yelling things that were supposed to be spoken <laughs> because the lines that were coming to him that he didn't understand <laughs> were being said at like elevated no, that, volume. Um, what makes, do you mean? He was he was that fucking makes a insane. Lot of sense. Yeah. He was insane. He was crazy. But that he was made, crazy. That made for so many good one liners from him just because he had no idea what was going on. It's like literally you could almost feel the director like in the background just hitting him with like a thumbs up. Like now's your time. Like say something. And he's like, oh, so the aliens on planet X now have control of Godzilla. 
If you could do that with animals or plants, you have a very inquisitive mind. We will mark that fact in our computer memory drive. Oh, it was so funny, dude. The lines in this movie are gold. There's a lot of good one-liners. It, it's, yeah. Wow. Good this pick. is like almost like wow. a so bad it's good, but it's like also it's bad. so good it's good <laughs> and just... Also, it's bad. Like, like this movie can multifaceted. Me. It's bad. Uh, a lot of the reasons why it's bad is because of the time and and everything like that. It's not really bad, as in, like, it's like the writing and the stuff is pretty bad. I but guess, like, objectively. Like, <laughs> no, but like when I think of like The Room, which is one of the most like famous yeah. bad movies known for being good. Like that movie is really bad because like the acting and the dialogue and everything is so poorly executed that none of it seems feasible in any world and this is sci-fi so it can get away with that but also it's still better than that and it's a you know it's a product of its time which helps which is strange when you have native speakers not fluent in the language of their co-cast mates like having yeah. conversations with each no, other I mean, and you're saying the really lines insane. are more well delivered than like there's like, no way to Tommy do Wasis. that well yeah exactly it, it, it's it, that's crazy I, a lot of things in this movie i just ran with like that like him speaking english and everyone else is speaking japanese even though it's dubbed i'm like sure why not that's how you have to watch these and, movies and I mean, we're kind of used to that with some of the shit that we watch. But but yeah. also like Godzilla being a good guy, I'm like, okay, this is movie six, so like I guess he's a good guy now. Whatever, we'll go with it. it just a lot of this stuff. You, you have, to have to roll with the punches. You have to roll with it. And this is not a movie I would um would have sought out and put on myself. So thank you for picking it because it, I I think it was fun. Yeah, and I, I also like, never would have. Do you have just watch this? Is this like carving out? a place of fondness in your memory? Um, I would say that I would now watch another Godzilla movie on my own time. Really? I, I'm not like, I'm not like I'm a fan. I'm like going to watch Or rushing them. or going to do but all like, 36. But... I would watch the other five if they're as good or more fun than this one. Like I, I would, I would be interested in watching them. I would also, again, get um, belligerently high. <laughs> I think my exact... <laughs> My exact recommendation was irresponsibly high. And like I accomplished to... that. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Well, I'm proud of you both. I knew you had it in you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where to go with this. Yeah, I'm like trying to It's It's something that you have to experience. I thought that yeah. was really funny. I mean, we touched on it, but like the Godzilla victory dance was hysterical Tops. and like, went on for so long, it, it I was feel like. like it was like doubled down. Pikachu. It was insane. Yeah, I feel like I was like, wait, did you see what Godzilla did? And went to the remote and be like, you have to see this. And then, like, wait, he's still doing it? (laughs) 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 Dude, it's like, it's so good. Um, I'm glad you guys had fun with this one. I was a little self-conscious of the pick just because it's like, I don't know, like we touched on last week. It's like, is this horror... I mean, monster movies and kaiju movies have their place in, like, the horror periphery. And I think that this, uh, for so many reasons, has 
it fit in perfectly to what we do here on Thirteenth and Elm. I don't think it was anything bad, but you know how you get like a little self conscious about your picks, especially if it's like something I hadn't vetted and I seen don't personally. Know. I don't know that. You should. <laughs> if anybody should, I do. You fucking should. Um, I know, Jimmy. but I'm glad to hear you guys enjoyed it. So let's uh, jump into I don't, unless there's other things you want to talk about. Like we can kind of give some ratings, goof around, talk about next week. No, no, I think we covered most everything. Yeah, the 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 great miniatures, the kind of just insane plot. Yeah. Um, all the the sampling for uh, MF Doom's uh, King Ghidorah album, which is a, a banger. You should definitely listen to that too. It is, yeah. Um, Akira Ikafukubi, I fucked that up. Um, uh, he does the music for the Toho Toho era Godzilla shit, and like, honestly, some great shit. Like also yeah. the um, Pharaoh Monch, um, Simon says. Um, sample is another mm. classic Godzilla. I didn't know that beat. was a Godzilla thing. Oh yeah, that shit fucking bangs, that a banger. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's that is really good. Um, so that song is more featured in um, Godzilla versus Girls, King Kong and Mothra versus Kozu. Oh, dude, I love that shit. Bom, 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 bom. Yeah, that's like that's what it is that yeah, part is the Godzilla. Yeah, part? that's like dun, 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 dun. that's like evil Godzilla's music. And Lil Kim uses that same beat. Yes. Mm. So that's all Godzilla shit, dude. Like <laughs> this is just a really great nugget of pop culture and it's fun to revisit if you've never done it and you're on the fence this might be a good starting point just because it's so ludicrous that you don't there's no way you can no. take it seriously um but also i like the other ones too and i'm gonna keep plugging through i'm gonna watch all 36 and i'll touch base with you elmer's every couple months because it's gonna take a while but i'm gonna watch <laughs> all of these fucking movies i'll i'll do like godzilla this one was fun i'll just give it a an honest rating yeah, and I want to give it more than it deserves, but in good faith, I can't give it more than like I give it like a sixty-four. Damn, really? Okay. <laughs> I okay. mean, it's fucking. I don't know if that's like you're going higher or lower, but like, it's ridiculous movie, man. Um, I was gonna give it a seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know me, I rate purely on enjoyment. I don't care what state I'm in when I watch it, like what it's fucking about or whatever. Like, if I enjoyed it, I'm going to rate it pretty high. And I really had fucking fun. Like, I would watch this movie again and, like, I will watch other similar ones, even though you have alluded to this being the most ridiculous. I still think there's room for a lot of the other ones to be a lot of fucking fun, too. Some of the 80s ones get fucking insane just based on like what like the technologies are and like the type of monsters they have to start introducing like this one's crazy because it's like 60s sci-fi but like some of the 80s ones are like 80s fever dream fucking techno bullshit and i mean they're fun too no i'll definitely remember this one for a while and you know maybe see if i can get it on vhs Really, yeah. you like it that much? Yeah. Which you know is like my stamp of approval. Would you Would you like the miniature uh, model I found at Michael's that I sent you guys? <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, that was fuck. fucking yeah. crazy. Are you yeah. kidding me? You did find I, that. I, I actually I, totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, like literally, like earlier this week, Elmer's. I was uh, I was shopping at Michael's for some <laughs> D and D supplies, and they have a bunch of models like so you can build. And there was one that was Godzilla from Invasion of the Astro Monster. How much did why didn't you buy it? Because it's thirty dollars and I hadn't watched the movie yet. 
Fuck. Where was this at? At Michael's in Fort I feel Collins. like I need to we go could, there and buy it. We could split it and build it together, and yeah. then we could put it in the uh, studio so that when we're doing our live streams. Yeah, you guys can build together, and you can come, at you, come on each other's butts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, You're allowed. To, we can't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> You can say whatever you want about us, um, Rob. Did you? Oh, you didn't rate it yet. No, um, I. <laughs> One hundred sixty-five. <laughs> did you? Yeah, because like, okay, I again, I don't, I, I don't high. know these kaiju, you know, classics. I don't know them. I didn't know anything about it. This has everything you want. It has like crazy battles. It has guys in suits throwing fake boulders. It has like reused shots. It has. Insane dubs. aliens. It's got like spaceships on wires. It has crazy dubs. It has like a guy is American speaking English, one of them speaking Japanese. Like it is crazy. It's not quite insane enough to be a fever dream, but it is like nonstop nonsense. And it's a lot of fun. So, do you like the part where they're upside down in space? Yeah, I did like that. <laughs> they did a, oh, I got a 180 here. All the, all the space stuff, all the science stuff, all the like spotlighting where they're I don't know like in another dimension and then they like bring the light the house lights up they're like back at the whatever round table at planet X like what is going on what is this yep this yeah. is a good one so watch this movie I would watch this again I would recommend this to people I know damn I didn't expect it to only I lo- rated it the lowest you did <sighs> I was just maybe I was just self-conscious of myself you know, because I enjoyed this shit. I'll fucking watch it again for sure. But I was like, God, they're gonna hate it. I ruined my Godzilla like. I mean, if shot. I was if I was dead sober, you know, probably be in probably the sixties. But dude, that's why I was. I almost. Man. I swear to God, I almost funny. had a conversation with you guys. Like, guys, I just watched this. You're gonna hate it. We can do City of the Living Dead and just edit our last episode. Like, I don't know what you to. Really? But I did. Yeah, but you I didn't. But I Good. didn't because I was like, you got to go. We got to maintain some sort of integrity. We said we're going to give the Elmers the Kaiju movie. We're going to give them a Kaiju movie. Because yeah. I, um, I can't even relate to you guys how many letters and emails I oh. got saying like, oh, my God, it's so refreshing. You to can't hear Kaiju. Like, you guys are doing Kaiju on 13. Ah, this is my they wildest dream. They never do that dream. on the, other, the yep. other ones. Like, fuck Dead Meat James, that piece of shit with his slick back hair. I don't know who that is, but fuck him. Yeah, you do. Kill count, dude. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Dead Meat James, if you're listening to this. <laughs> last pot on the left. You just fuck oh, you. Fuck you, man. If you're, last pot on the left, if you're listening to this. If uh, Bloody Disgusting, if you got a podcast, nobody fucking cares. Fuck nobody you. knows. Nobody's listening. Maybe that's how we get big, by hating on the other ones. Fuck you. That's how we, that always works. I think we're more diverse. I think yeah. we have more like- Do any of them have th- three men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably not three like at least one of us is handsome two of us are ugly as shit i don't know who but i'm just saying it's like give ugly dudes a chance well now the threesome's gonna be weird because we're gonna be thinking about that the whole time thinking about which one of us is hot which one of us is ugly yeah well that is kind of fucked up everybody's hot with the lights off that is hot. your core temp's hot i'll tell you that <laughs> speaking of that can we turn the light on so i can see no, no. all right since we're all gonna wrap up and bring this podcast to an end (laughs) uh do you know what we're watching next week i 
do know what we're watching next week. Um, it's a movie I've been wanting to watch. One movie you've been wanting to watch. Whoa. Uh, one I've been wanting to watch since, honestly, um, the Halloween October extravaganza. But it just hasn't been streaming. It is Near Dark. Yeah. Another vampire pick. I think it's another vampire bitch. <laughs> it is. Uh, Lance Henriksen, Bill Paxton, mm. um, 1987. 1987. And yeah, it's, um, it's a classic. People so you've, really never, you've never seen this? Never seen it, no. And you've never seen this? I've never seen it. You haven't either, I believe, in our previous conversations. No, yeah, I know of it. Never seen it. Cool. It's a uh, farm boy joins a group of vampires. That's basically Sounds it. Sounds hot. So... How have you never seen this? I, I know, right? <laughs> and also, like, Lance, I assume Lance Hendrickson plays the farm boy. And, like, how old do you think he is in this movie? He's not, probably legal. Not farm boy age. <laughs> farm boy. Do you the think dirt. it's, like, uh, kind of As like... As you wish. Yeah, you think he's, like, going <laughs> to fetch a pail of water? I think that he's the Dread Pirate Roberts. I think that everybody will be wearing masks in the future. I find them quite comfortable. Uh, Yeah. Bird masks. You know that? A uh, bird person? Bird bath? Bird mask? Bird bath? Uh, bird bath? Bird bath? So yeah, we're watching Near Dark. Fuck yeah, I'm excited for that. Fuck yeah. This is what 13th and L is all about. Three maybe handsome, maybe ugly dudes hanging out with the lights off, taking each other's core temp, watching good movies from the 60s to 80s, and just trying to get through another day. Handfuls of antidepressants and hard cock. That's all we live off of. And if you can relate to that, go ahead and uh, hit subscribe. Yeah. Or just come to our studio. Or come uh, to our podcast. Bangor, Maine. You can meet us on 14th and Elm. Which is funny because we're 13th 13th and Elm. Elm. Dairy, Maine. Yeah. It's kind of a joke. Yeah. We came up with that joke. Right? Yep. (laughs) That was good. We've really gone off the rails here. Uh Fuck it. We'll do it again next week. We'll same do it time, live. same bat place. Thank you. See you next week. Thank, Thank you. you.